This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness. roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Kicking off hour number two of Unnecessary Roughness, live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ, had an action-packed first hour that included Coach Tom Flores, Hall of Fame Coach Tom Flores joining the show. A great interview with him. If you did not get to hear that, make sure you go check it out, lvsportsnetwork.com. Uh, check out all the stuff that we have going on there. But uh, excited about the kickoff to hour number two and our next guest, Eddie Brasili from uh, SiriusXM. Does a great job on SiriusXM as a producer there and has been able to spend a lot of time with the Raiders, the Silver and Black, and was able to spend a lot of time uh, yesterday as well. And, Eddie, thank you so much for your time. I, I kept seeing just tweet after tweet after tweet about different you know elements of the team and different people from the team from head coach. John Gruden to GM Mike Mayock, Derek Carr, Unique Ngakwe. That was a heck of a day that you had and, and, and the SiriusXM crew spent with uh, the Raiders. Yeah, Q, what's going on, man? It's really an honor to be on with you. Uh, we had a, a terrific day yesterday in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Uh, let me just say this right off the bat. And I, again, I sent a bunch of tweets out about it. That facility, uh, let's leave the stadium out of it. The facility in Henderson, Nevada is just probably the best I've, I've seen around the league. It's state-of-the-art. It's beautiful. It's a terrific place for the Raiders to practice and to play. And honestly, it's a place that other players in the future should want to come and play. That place was really spectacular. And, yeah, we had a really good day. We had, we had John Gruden, Mike Mayak, Derek Carr. Raiders really rolled out the red carpet for yesterday. and We, we got a good feel for this team heading into 2021. I love it. I really do. And, you know, the thing that you said about the facility and that players are going to want to come play here, that's, that's something that is a real deal thing. That is something that players, when they become free agents, they're going to say, yeah, you know what, they've got some nice digs there in, in, in Henderson and, and there in Vegas. Uh, yeah, we want to go play. You have been around plenty of NFL players. You've been around plenty of uh, GMs you've, you've talked to, you've heard from. I mean, how big of a factor is that when it comes into, like, free agency? But also it's twofold, Q. It's twofold in the sense that you, you're selling them on coming to a beautiful city art facility in Vegas. You're selling them on the fact that Nevada has no state income tax. You know, mm-hmm. we could sit here all day and say the, the, the place that they're going to practice in is beautiful, but, you know, it comes down to money most of the time. And if you could offer more money to these guys, no state income tax, that goes a long way. So, yeah, I, I, we took a tour of the facility yesterday. I'm not just spitballing here. Like I said, I'm not just saying this as, as someone that, that covers the team and likes the team. The facilities were top-notch. The, the, the weight room, the locker room, if a player walks into those facilities, think about where they were in Oakland. I mean, just think right. about the leap that they've taken to go to this type of place. A player walks in there and says, I'm going to make the most money here, and I get to, to come to this place every single day where I'll probably get the maximum of my abilities out of, whether it's you know, care for their body or any type of thing. I mean, if it's going to come push to shove to other places around the league that aren't up to date, I think the Raiders have a clear advantage, to be honest. 
I do, too. I absolutely do. I think you hit it right there on the head. We're talking to Eddie Brasili from SiriusXM. He's a producer there. Also has his own podcast, The Yards Per Attempt. Make sure you check that out. And, Eddie, uh, I wanted to ask you, we talk, we've we been talking about free agents. So, Unique Ngakwe, he comes over as a free agent uh, to the Raiders. He was their big get in the offseason. I think their other big get was Gus Bradley, defensive coordinator. But as far as players, uh, Unique Ngakwe was the dude. Uh, what were your big takeaways from him, and how much do you think that him and Max Crosby are going to be that good one-two punch on that defensive line? So the comment really that stood out to me yesterday, and it makes sense when you think about it, is from Mike Mayock. He told us that Unique and Max have kind of fed off each other since Unique you know, signed on with the Raiders. If you think about it, Max had his good season a couple, a couple years ago, but it was really he was kind of the only guy getting to the quarterback on a consistent basis. Now you had a guy like Unique and Gakway on the other side that defenses are going to have to kind of force to stop. It's just going to open up things for both of these players. I saw from Unique, honestly, yesterday, and I've been around him when he was a younger player at Jacksonville. He just had this uh, air of confidence about him. I think he's in a good place mentally. Last year was kind of tough going from team to team. He's always had that contract stuff hanging over his head. He looked like a guy, and when he sat down with us, he talked about learning from a guy like Calais Campbell and taking mm-hmm. young players under his wing, like Calais did to him when he was a young player at Jacksonville. And we asked him, saying, do you, do you do that with Malcolm Kuntz? And he's like, yeah, I do that with Kuntz, but I want to do that with everybody. I want to be a leader. I want to be a, someone on this defense that everybody could, you know, kind of come to. And he goes, I want to bring the energy every single day to this defense because that's what players feed off of. That's what the guys on the D-line are going to feed off. That's what the secondary is going to feed off of. So I really think when, it, when he sat down with him, he's such a you know, calm, collected guy, but he just had this, this confidence about him that he wants to get back and become that player that he was. And to be honest, this is a player that's never had less than eight sacks in a season. This right. guy every single year produces. This is a, a legitimate pass rusher in the NFL. I saw some people saying he's more of a situational guy. This is not a situational pass rusher. Right. This is a guy that's going to get to the quarterback and be disruptive, and it's going to only help the rest of the defensive line out. So I saw a guy that really, really had that confidence that he wanted to be thought of as one of those elite pass rushers in the NFL. You know, Eddie, I've been doing podcasts for a long time, been doing radio for a long time, and I said that, you know, the Raiders, uh, ever since Khalil Mack, haven't had that guy that opposing offensive, uh, you know, line coaches and offensive coordinators have to prepare for the night before. Like, don't let that guy wreck the game. Unique Ngakwe and even Max Crosby, in my opinion, have an opportunity to wreck games this season. I agree. I honestly do agree because uh, you said it. You're going to have to slide protection to one of those guys' side. You're going to leave one guy most of the time. Uh, you know, kind of unblocked or going man on man with somebody. But it also, it, it, we could talk all we want about those two guys flying off the edge. I think that both of them have a chance to be double-digit sack guys. Mm-hmm. But again, it still, to me, comes down to the interior pass rush. It comes down to that push because if you think about it, and we're all football fans, we know it's easy for offenses to let Yannick and, and Max fly right by the quarterback and the quarterback just steps up in the pocket if there's no push up the middle. Right. So while I think those, those two guys are going to have really big seasons and I think they're going to be a dynamic duel for years to come, we still need to solidify that inside and have that push up the middle. Because if we get a little bit of push up the middle, if, that, if this team gets pushed up the middle from the interior line, this defensive line could be a special unit. No, I agree. I agree 100%. And so when you're talking about the, the interior line, you're talking uh, Jonathan Hankins. You're talking about a Solomon Thomas. You're talking about a Darius Phylon. How about that guy who's really uh, kind of turned some heads and, and got some attention with some folks on, on Saturday against Seattle? And I, I realize that's only preseason game number one. Don't want to get too excited, but – uh, what, you, what are your thoughts on Darius Phylon? He's a guy that Mike Mayock, the GM, really kind of went out of his way to find, get back into the league, and get with the Raiders. 
Yeah, and Mac went out of his way yesterday to talk about it. Him and John Gruden both talking about Philo, and their eyes kind of lit up when they, they, they saw the relentless nature of this guy. He was a productive player mm-hmm. in San Diego before he got into a little bit of legal trouble. So I think he's a guy that, that can give you that situational uh, pass rush. And you say what you will about Hankins. You know, Hankins is going to be that guy on first and second down. To me, the best, if you're going to sit there and say the best, I don't know, foursome guys to get, you know, after the quarterback on a consistent basis, I think Cleveland Furl has to be playing inside. I think you're going to see him a lot playing on third down inside to generate that pass rush. If you have Unique and you have Max on the outside, and if you have maybe a, a, a Clee and a, a Hankins or a Clee and Solomon Thomas, whatever combination you want to come up with, I think that's going to give the Raiders the best opportunity. You saw it last year in the Jet game especially, and Mayock referenced this yesterday with Cleo Farrell. In the Jet game, he went to third down, he went inside, and he had a couple strip sacks. He had one of his better games of last year. I think that's where he could really find his niche. I think that's the best chance the Raiders have inside. So I think, I think as we sit here today, Phylon has a better chance to make this team than Solomon Thomas, to be honest. I want to see Solomon Thomas be that guy. I want him to fulfill his potential and be the number three pick in the draft. But if I'm going just by what, what we've seen in practice and what we've seen in preseason, and we still, again, like you said, have a couple weeks to go here, Phylon's ahead of a depth chart than Solomon Thomas. He's going to bring that, that consistent pass rush what the Raiders are looking for inside. I agree. I agree 100%. And that's from a guy that's been standing out there, uh, you know, here in, in Henderson, seeing their practices just about each and every day. Uh, we're talking right now with Eddie Brasilli from SiriusXM. Uh, the producer there also has the Yards Per Attempt podcast. And, uh, you know, Mike Mayock is, is a guy that you talked to, spent plenty of time with. You mentioned a few times. And he came out and talked about Cleve Farrell. And of course, that's a, a hot topic just because of where he was <laughs> drafted and his production. But uh, what were your takeaways from what Mike Mayock had to say about Cleve? This is uh, Q, and, and like I said, my Twitter's been blowing up for the past 24 hours. <laughs> Every time you mention his name, people just start going crazy. Yep. Look, I get it. We're, we're smart. We're all football fans here. We get it. Should, should, should he have been drafted at number four? Probably not. You would probably say most likely not. It sucks when you have a guy like Devin White that goes to pick after him. You know, it's not the kid's fault that he got drafted where he is. Mike right. Mayock's comment just today, I went, just, I went back and listened to him just before just to get it right. He said, is he ever going to be a flashy you know, guy coming off the edge, you know, one of those edge rushers, he's never going to be that. Is he a good football player? Yes. And that pisses people off because, again, you, you took him at such a high draft pick. If the guy was drafted in the 20s or he was drafted in the, in the second round, you'd be like, okay, he, he's kind of coming to his own and we're excited for him. But since he's picked so high, he becomes this, this hot topic that everybody just, just wants to trash the guy. The guy, even coming out of the draft, was never going to be a 12 to 15 sack guy. I always likened him to a player like Michael Brockers. Michael Brockers was a four, uh, another firm of first-round pick that people expected to come in and be a dominant guy. In his first couple of years, it just wasn't there. Then he turned into a really, really good football player, and the sack numbers started to come. So while, yeah, maybe they, the, uh, Mac's never going to come out and say, I'm an idiot, I should have picked someone different at number four. He's not going to say that. But he's being, he, he gave an honest assessment. He said the player is a good football player, whether where we drafted him or not. Is he ever going to be that guy that's going to be a superstar? Probably not. But we like him as a, you know, we like his potential. We like where he's coming. And he's a good football player. If you, if you look back at all the first-round draft picks this team has had, teams across the league, how many guys they've taken in the first round or second round that never make it at all, that don't play right. more than two, three years. So you can't sit there and say this guy's a total disaster just because he where he was drafted. No, Hopefully you know, he comes into his own, own and becomes a better football player. 
Right, exactly. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, uh, you know, the thing about it, what I always said about Klee was uh, that he was drafted at a time where I feel like that they needed a Klee Farrell. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might not have needed him at yeah. four, but they needed him. They needed that work ethic. They needed that youth. They needed what Mike Mayock at that time was calling foundation. He's just one of those guys. He doesn't have to be flashy. He's just a foundational piece. No, and you're and you're right. And people don't like that in today's draft world because everyone's a draft analyst. Everyone wants to say they know who, what players to take. And again, I think it magnifies when you get a player like Devin White pick to pick after him, and everybody sees Devin White becoming the superstar player. One comment that did stick out to me from Mike Mack yesterday was, you know, he talked to us a little bit about the Rams, and it was kind of you know a conversation saying the Rams' defense has three stuffs. You have Aaron Donald, you have Jalen Ramsey, you have guys that are really, really, you know. These, these superstar-type players. But the rest of the defense is just a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. So to me, if that's the thinking from Mike Mayock, you would think that, hey, sometimes when it comes down to the draft, let's not play I think that's what pisses people off here, right? Like, let's not play it safe. Let's try to get the guy that we think is going to be a generational player. So I think that's what pisses people off the most about the number four pick in the draft. And I agree with you. I think that you needed a player like him at the time. It's just... I think what the Raiders have been lacking over the years since Mac has left is the, those, you know, I'll say war daddies, if you will, those guys that are generational type players that could change the game with one or a couple plays. Right, that superstar effect. That, that's just yeah, what it is yeah. right there. Uh, yeah, great yeah, stuff yeah. right here. We're talking right now with Eddie Brasilli from uh, Sirius XM Radio. And uh, I wanted to flip over to the offensive side of things real quick. I know Derek Carr met with you and talked with you guys, uh, and that was great. Uh, Brian Edwards, this guy, he, the wide receiver, second-year guy out of South Carolina, he's been getting a lot of headlines in training camp and, uh, of course, didn't do anything in the, in the preseason game because, well, nobody that's expected to be a starter did. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. just what was Derek Carr's thoughts on Brian Edwards, and did you get a sense that he trust him to be able to make that maybe 50-50 throw during a game? Hey, that's the biggest thing. Oh, two things with Brian Edwards. Number one is the health. He's got to be able to stay healthy. He has to stay on the field. I think if he stays on the field, this guy could be a difference maker. I, the biggest thing, we've all watched Derek Carr over the years. Derek Carr falls in love with, with receivers that he could trust, just like you said. If he's a mm-hmm. guy he trusts, he's going to get the ball. I've seen it. I, he says that even in the offseason, he told us with Brian Edwards, you know, he would text Brian Edwards at 545 in the morning and say, hey, you want to throw? Not really wanting him to come out and throw, but just to see, like, hey, you know, this guy with it. And Brian Edwards is like, yeah, let's go, man. Like, he sees the work ethic. He sees the, the, the hard work that he's putting in. The biggest key to me for, for this season, for the Raiders on offense, honestly, and we could talk about the offensive line. We could talk about Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. The Raiders need Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards to be really good football players. We need Henry Ruggs to take that step and be one of the top receivers in the league. They need these guys to be – really good, impactful players in the offense. The car mentioned it yesterday, too, that kind of struck me. He said that the way they spread the ball around when they go into 12 personnel, 13 personnel, you're never going to have a guy on a Raider offense that's probably going to catch like 75, 80 balls. A lot of the guys, Derek's going to spread the ball around. You're going to get Brian Edwards. I set the under over at his catches at like 45. But, again, he catches 45 passes, but he's a red zone guy, catches six, seven, eight touchdowns. We're talking about a really good football player. I think that Carr and Edwards could develop that bond I like it in my mind to a Crabtree-Carr connection. I think, mm-hmm. I think Edwards could be Carr's new Crabtree in the sense that you got Ruggs on the outside with the speed, and Edwards is going to be the guy in the red zone. He's going to be in the guys in those short yard situations. You know, it's funny because Crabtree was that guy. Whenever, whenever Carr needed that big play, you know, that, that catch that you have to extend the drive or you have to get in the end zone, it was always 15 that he was looking for. It, was, it wasn't Coop. Coop was the guy that kind of made the big plays, and he could be in that Henry Ruggs role. But uh, Crabtree yep. was always that, hey, I'm going to him because I know he's going to make that play. 
Yeah, and I think that could be Edwards. I really do. And, and you know, another guy, like I said, Carr talking up Foster Moreau. John Gruden talking up Foster Moreau. This offense, Gruden made the comment that Derek Carr could do, you could do anything on offense you want with Derek Carr at quarterback. You have running backs, you have depth there, you have depth at tight end, you have depth at receiver, you have just like veteran guys like John Brown and Willie C. But the Raiders really need Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards to make that leap become a really, you know, their offense was great last year, but it could be even better in 2021. No doubt about it, Eddie. Before I let you go, I wanted to know, what do you think that the Raiders uh, or what unit of the team do you think really benefits the most from them scrimmaging this week against the Rams in preparation of their preseason game number two on Saturday? It's 100% the offensive line. You're going to go against the Rams, with, like I said before, with Aaron Donald <laughs> and those dudes on there. You have an offensive line that is a, kind of a work in progress. You have uh, starters on there, guys. Andre James, you know, a, a guy that just, based, that just got on the field, I should say. They're going to get their work in against the Rams. And I, I think joint practices are more beneficial than preseason games, to be honest, because you're really honing in on, on stuff that you need to. So I think the offensive line, that crew has a lot to prove going up against one of the best defensive lines and one of the best defensive players in the league. So we'll know more about where this Raider offensive line is after this week versus the Rams. Yeah, absolutely, man. Great stuff. That's Eddie Brasilli from SiriusXM. He's a producer there. He has the podcast, The Yards Per Attempt. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Eddie, what you got coming out that uh, Raider fans should be on the lookout for? Yeah, man. I'm getting off the training camp tour. I'm with the Seahawks today. I'm getting off the training camp tour. Coming home tomorrow. A new podcast is going to drop on Thursday. So we're excited about that. And uh, SiriusXM and for Radio Channel 88 for your football heads out there. So keep on listening. No doubt. And, hey, I guess in Seattle you got some big news to talk about with Jamal Adams signing that big deal, huh? <laughs> he's, coming over, he's coming over right now, man. It's an exciting day here, so we're pumped up. Nice. Well, have a good time, man. You guys do great work over there, and we definitely appreciate you giving us a few minutes today. Thank you. Thanks so much, man. No doubt about it. Good stuff right there. Eddie Brasilli, Sirius XM radio producer there. Also the Yards Per Attempt podcast. Eddie's got another one dropping uh, when he gets back home on Thursday. Good stuff. And, yeah, he's in Seattle today. It's a great day to be in Seattle little tease for cover three. I mentioned it yesterday that uh, the Seahawks and uh, Jamal Adams were kind of at a impasse and they weren't really, uh, you know, communicating on the same level. They had to figure out what they were going to do with guaranteed money and this, that, and the other. And then lo and behold, I guess all I need to do is talk about it. Today, he signs a contract extension. So Jamal Adams is now a happy camper in Seattle. And uh, everything I said yesterday about them doing this uh, all incorrectly, doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it does not matter. But that was good stuff talking all things Raiders. A serious XM spent a lot of good time with the Raiders yesterday and uh, some good stuff right there from Eddie. So we definitely appreciate that. 319 is the time. Uh, when we come back, we'll get your feedback. We'll hear from you off the uh, Raider Nation listener line at 702 365 9200. Also, the Salmon Ash text line 69187, keyword RR. Plus, I'm going to let you know how you could be the next radio star. You have an opportunity to be a radio star. You want to know how? I'm going to let you know how, and I'm going to do it next. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Hall of Famer Tim Brown. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? This is Hall of Famer Tim Brown, and you listen to Raider Nation 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. And here I am back live. Got about 30 minutes left in today's show, live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. 
Henderson. It is the Raiders HQ, and I'm seeing a lot of folks in the hallways as I'm sitting here in this awesome studio uh, just kind of having boxes, and they're all getting ready to head out to L.A. The team's already taken off. Coach is already taken off. They're on their way, but uh, a lot of the folks that are still kind of behind are, are getting ready to head out to L.A. as well as the Raiders are going to be practicing joint practices and having scrimmages against the Rams, and then they'll have their game on Saturday at SoFi Stadium. Uh, just, just it's been fun to be here, and it's it's always fun when I'm here at the facility. Uh, I had Coach Tom Flores, the Hall of Famer, on earlier in the show. We just wrapped up a great interview with Eddie Borsilli from Sirius XM Radio, talking about their um, their time with the Raiders that they spent yesterday. They got a lot of good nuggets, and they were treated to a nice tour of the facility and just everything. Just kind of rolled out the red carpet for them. So, uh, kind of. Uh, tapped into Eddie's brain to to, to hear his thoughts on what uh, was going on around here and with the team. Uh, I did want to tell you a, a couple of things. Actually, I have a couple of things for you right here in this segment. Uh, one, a lot of folks always hit me up and say, Q, uh, I want to get on the radio. Q, what do I got to do to get on the radio? How'd you get involved in radio? How'd you end up there? And my story is so long and weird. And I mean, it's one of those that's kind of unbelievable about how I have uh, achieved this goal of being here on the radio and, and doing what I'm doing now. I mean, uh, if I if someone had told me this years ago that Q you'd be on the radio I'd be like yeah okay whatever <laughs> you know but then I go to my high school reunion and people ask me what my job is and I'm like oh I do I do sports radio and they're like yeah of course you do of course you do that's a no brainer but it's not about me uh, I wanted to say about you because again this is an opportunity now for you to be uh, uh, on the radio and be a part of Radio Nation Radio 920 and be a part of the morning tailgate with Clay Baker um, all you got to do. Right now is go to lvsportsnetwork.com, and I, I uh, encourage everyone to go do this. Uh, you got to be a, a Nevada resident. That's the one caveat. You do have to be a Nevada resident. But uh, go to lvsportsnetwork.com right now and upload just a one-minute video of you just giving a, a sports opinion. It doesn't have to be a hot take. I'm not a hot take guy. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be a you don't have to try to be, you know, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, those guys that come out and say something outlandish just to get some kind of reaction. We're not asking for that. We're just asking for one minute of you giving your best sports opinion and just sports thoughts. And just it's it's what we call in the business is an air check. This is kind of what this is. It's just kind of a sample of what you do. And, uh, you know, it'd be great. Just do a video. It's one minute long. Go to LVSportsNetwork.com. You'll see right there on the website. Boom. It's easy to upload. Click on it says a star is born. Click on that. And then, boom, there's a little section that says uh, upload video here. It's so simple. Even I can figure it out. And I'm not a computer dude. I'm not the smartest dude when it comes to computers. I want everything to be as simple as possible. This is pretty simple. Uh, LVSportsNetwork.com. That's the website. Uh, You have a camera on your phone. We all know you do. (laughs) Some of you use it when you shouldn't, but you do. You got one. So go ahead and feel free to use it. Uh, Do a one-minute video. It's real simple. I actually did one earlier today just as an advertisement for this. I did it while sitting in my office at my desk. Just boom. Done, done deal. Upload it, and, and it's a wrap. You know, so go ahead and do that. And uh, right now we're taking all the entries. And then uh, Clay Baker, the morning tailgate, he's going to be kind of going through that, weeding them out. And, and what I mean by weeding them out is actually playing some of them on the air, and you, the listeners, actually get to vote on it. And you get to pick. I'm not going to pick who the best one is. My opinion doesn't matter. It's what you think. So uh, it's kind of a fun, interactive little event that we have, a little uh, promotion that we have going on. And I've actually seen guys, and I I know guys. I'm good friends with guys. Matter of fact, uh, Daryl Guru Johnson, he works for 95.7 The Game up in the Bay Area. Good dude. He actually became a radio dude by a promotion very similar to this. 
That's how he got his opportunity. If you think I'm lying, hit him up. He's a good dude. You hit him up on Twitter. He's a really good dude, really good friend of mine. And uh, he'll tell you that, hey, man, uh, that's how I got my, 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 uh, you know, my job in radio. And a lot of times that happens. You know, it's it just it, it's it's you never know how you're going to get your shot, but somehow you get a shot and then boom, you just you go from there. JT the Brick, his story has been amazing. If you ever go back and actually listen to the story of JT, how he got started in radio, an incredible story. Everyone's story is different, but this could be your story. This could be the beginning of your story. Uh, again, go to lvsportsnetwork.com, upload upload your one minute video, and on top of that. If you win the whole thing, I didn't even tell you that. Besides being having a chance to be on the radio, you can win Raider tickets. You can win a flat screen TV. You can win a Raider jersey. I mean, you could be on the show throughout the course of the hold season. Hold on. Is it Yeah, exactly. Hey, hold on. Swallow them up. Whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> the list just kept going and going. I was like, yeah. All right, that's cool. I heard flat screen TV. Hold on now. That's what I'm saying, man. Look, I've had people, no joke, when I put out that video earlier today, just about it i've had people hit me up and say oh cute there's a job opening over there let me get in people have been hitting me up asking for jobs since i put out that video and this is not this is not for radio folks this is for you this is for the listener this is for the ones that always say hey man i want to be on the radio how can i be on the radio and i see it all the time i hear it all the time i'm out and about man i'm that dude that you'll find around town i'm like a stop sign i'm everywhere all right everywhere every street that you go to you'll find a stop sign well you'll find me i'm i'm everywhere and it's funny that I say that. I'm really more like a green light because I have no stop, stop lights in my life. Everything is go, go, go. I talked to my dad over the weekend. He just turned 80. Happy birthday to my dad. He, he told me, man, boy, do you ever slow down? And he said it just like that. Do you ever slow down? I said, no, nah, probably not. <laughs> he said, all right, well, go on, do what you do then. And so, I mean, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, I, I talk to people all the time, and they always kind of ask the same question. How do you get that? How do you get a shot in radio? Well, this isn't necessarily how you get your first shot, but this is how you can get a shot. So go ahead and feel free to do that, lvsportsnetwork.com. Uh, you can get some more information on our website. That is the website. You can also uh, make sure you tune into the Morning Tailgate with Clay Baker. He'll be talking about it as well. And, and uh, again, you, that's, that's really where you, you'll get an opportunity. So uh, go ahead and do that. And Damon, he already got his ears perked up when I just started talking about giving out free stuff. That's also the life of a radio guy. You can oh, tell. Yes. Oh, you, oh yes. <laughs> you can tell a radio dude by how much free stuff he has at his house. And I don't mean like free stuff like all these great, glorious gifts. But when I started in radio back in 99, uh, I was a street team dude for a while, 94 9 in, in, in the Bay. And I'll tell you, man, I had more free t shirts. I had, I had different promotional t shirts of, of rappers or artists that I didn't even know who they were. But you know what? That shirt fit. So I was rocking it, and uh, that was just kind of our lifestyle, man. You kind of live by the freebies, and so uh, it's 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 funny, man, to look back and reflect now. But uh, Mama Q could tell you, man, she had more promotional T-shirts than anybody because after a certain time, I'm like, all right, well, I don't want this shirt anymore, so I just passed it on to my mom. So she had so many promotional T-shirts; it's ridiculous. And I still got so much promotional stuff. I take it home now to the wife. I'm like, here you go, and I give her. I just give her all this promotional stuff. She's like, great. Thank you. The free stuff is so great. Like right now, I picked it up because you were talking. I've got a Gabe Jackson signed helmet that I just keep in the studio here that the Raiders gave me for Christmas. There you go. And it's just like I just I just keep it in the studio because I'm like, I really got nowhere to put it at home. But well, that's I nice. They gave you a gift. Yeah, the Raiders gave me this this little mini autographed Gabe Jackson helmet for Christmas. Nice, nice. He was uh, Gabe Jackson was at Allegiant Stadium on uh, on Saturday playing for the Seahawks. So that I saw a cool picture of him, Richie Incognito, and Colton Miller. 
I think that was all it was in that picture. But yeah, it was a uh, Derek Carr was uh, in oh, it. Oh, Derek as well. Carr was uh, yeah, Derek Carr as well. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, Derek Carr was in it. It was that was a really cool picture. Uh Gabe Jackson's always been a good dude and of course, you know, the Raiders moved on from this offseason as long as well as Rodney Hudson, but that's just that's just kind of uh, what happens. That's how the business goes, but uh, he's he's a good dude. So that's a cool gift, man. See, that's that's some of that free stuff right there. Free stuff. Free stuff is good stuff. You know, I'm actually I'm taking the family to the uh, LV Aces game tonight. So how about that? I, that's been one of my goals ever since I've been in town is to to get to an LV Aces game. And so I got the opportunity to take the family. And uh, I mentioned a thousand times that Little Q is in town. So, man, he's going to live it up. He's going to think that every time I go to my dad's house, I'm going <laughs> to I'm, I'm going to strike gold. <laughs> Those are perks because I'm not going to lie. You said that you got tickets to the Aces game. You remember that old NBA commercial like the Andersons got tickets to the game? How'd they get tickets to right. the game? Yep, exactly. Now that's how I'm looking at you right now. Right, you got done. tickets to the game? <laughs> Hey man, look, it's 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 good. It's a good thing, man. It's a good thing. I gotta, I have to experience everything that I'm in town so I can come back and talk about it. See, that's that's the beautiful thing about it. You you've got to have that opportunity uh, to to be able to talk about every event. I wanna. Uh, that's one of the first things I wanted to do was go to an Aces game when I first got to town before I even started uh, my first day on Radio Nation Radio 920. I was just in town trying to scope out the area and try to find a place to live, which took me a lot longer than I wanted to. But, um, yeah, that was one of the first things I wanted to do. I think the Aces were playing the, the Phoenix Mercury. And, of course, I'm very familiar with Brittany Griner as I covered Baylor for a long time, so she was there. So I thought, man, the Aces are really good. And Brittany Griner, you know, that's, that's, that's the old homie from uh, back in the day. So I was like, man, I, I need to go to this game and little did I know I couldn't get tickets to it and then I tried to go online and buy them and then little did I know that they weren't selling just individual tickets at that point because of you know all COVID restrictions and everything so uh, that was one of those things that I've been talking about since I've been here that I wanted to go to an Aces game so tonight I have the opportunity to go to an Aces game so I'm excited about that it'll be something I talk about on the show tomorrow about my experience one of my another experience that I've had so getting back to little Q he's going to think that anytime he comes to his dad's house that it's going to be like man they're going to roll out the red carpet. We're going to go to everything. I'm going to the Raider game. I went to Summer League. Now I'm going to go to the Aces game. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. He's going to think that it's like Disneyland coming to my house. But little does he know, this is just a <laughs> this is just a one-time thing. It's not going to be an everyday affair. Once he gets, you know, comes back a couple times, he'll be like, all right, man, you've been here too many times. And you it's the perfect time on the calendar. If he comes on a week where there are no games, he's just going to be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, again, he's going to be already used to the area, so I'm not. You know, I don't have to worry about like I like we did after the the Raider game on Saturday. All right, Dad, let's go party now. Where are we going now? Let's go down to the strip. Let's go to Fremont Street. That boy had me ripping and running all over town. I feel like my mama when uh, when I used to come to town. She's like, I don't go nowhere until you come to town. You're the one who makes me go all over all over the place. Well, little Q did that for me too. He's like, Let's go, Dad. Let's go. Let's go. So we did. We went. Then I got to the house, tomorrow, No joke. Got to the house. And we were kind of relaxing, sitting out back, and we were just up there talking. And finally, I looked at him. I go, dude, I got to go to bed. <laughs> I got to go to bed, man. <laughs> you, you got way too much up for me. I got to go. I got to go to bed. I can't, I can't do it. I'm, like, struggling to keep my eyes awake right now. I've got to go to bed. And he's like, all right, all right. If you're already tired, you're already wore out, that's fine. <laughs> like, you ain't going to make me feel bad. I'm going to bed, dude. <laughs> We've been up the whole day just going, going, and going. I'm going to go ahead and slow it on down. Speaking of free stuff, though, this is a perfect time for some free stuff, isn't it, Damon? Don't you think? Perfect segue. Yeah, exactly. That's how I do, man. Kind of t- tie things together. I like that. One big run-on sentence, but it all ties together. Uh, Dane Cook. Dane Cook's going to be at the Cosmo. He's a comedian. Funny comedian. Real funny comedian. Saturday, August 21st. If you ain't got nothing to do, you want to go see a, 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 a comedy show, Dane Cook, at the Cosmo, I got a pair of tickets for you right now. Right now. 
So let's go ahead and this is what we'll do. We'll, we'll throw it out there, 702-365-9200. Caller number nine. I'm just going to make it simple for you today. Caller number nine is going to get hooked up with a pair of tickets to go laugh your tail off to see Dane Cook at the Cosmos Saturday, August 21st. That's another thing I've done since I've been in town. I've been to a comedy show as well. Took the wife out one night. It was date nights. I've been doing it, man. I've been doing it big, man. <laughs> I've been doing it big ever since I've been in town. I've been trying to make it happen. So I'm trying to make it happen for you. Maybe you can have date night with your wife. 702-365-9200. I'm looking for caller number nine to get a pair of tickets to go see Dane Cook live at the Cosmo. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Any Oakland Raider fan, Las Vegas Raider fan, stand up. Keep standing. Keep standing. Anybody, anybody who's a fan of the way I played the game of football, you stand up too. Anybody. Keep standing. Don't sit down. Stand up. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Got about uh, 18 minutes left in today's show. Live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. Unnecessary Roughness had a fantastic show. Hall of Fame coach Tom Flores joined us. Eddie Brasili, Sirius XM producer, also podcast The Yards Per Attempt, joined us. Had some good uh, feedback on the Raider Nation listener line. Some good text on the Sam and Ash text line. And uh, right before we went to break, threw it out there looking for caller number nine for some Dane Cook tickets at the Chelsea Theater at the Cosmo. It's August 21st. It's a Saturday. You can make it a date night. I was looking for caller number nine, and I understand by way of demand that Anthony King is on the phone line right now. Anthony, congratulations on being caller number nine. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe this. I've never won anything like this. This is awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad we can make them dreams come true. And let me ask you this, Anthony. Who are you taking with you to the show on uh, the 21st? Oh, there's a few possibilities. I'll have to see, you know, uh, uh, what, what what might be uh, my my best call. Okay, okay. Hey, I ain't mad at that. Matter of fact, that just means that Anthony has options right there. John Gruden was talking about players and players today. And so I understand, Anthony. I understand. That's a good option, man. Keep your options open. So, uh, man, it's thank you so much. have options. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hey, thanks for listening so much. We appreciate you, and, and I hope you have a great time at the show. And let us know how it goes uh, after you go and, and come back. Let us know how it was. I appreciate it, man. This is this is incredible. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, and before you go, let me ask you one question, man. What are your expectations this week from uh, the Raiders scrimmaging and practicing against the Rams and then what they'll do on a Saturday uh, in the game? More of the same. Control the control the the. The trenches down the line and okay. open up opportunities for, for Carr if we get to see him. And, and got to love it. Got to, got to open up the long game here. There it is. There it is. Great stuff, Anthony. Thank you so much, man. Congratulations again. I appreciate you. Anthony's going to see Dane Cook August 21st at, uh, at the Cosmo. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. No doubt, no doubt. Demond, make sure you get Anthony's information, get it all taken care of so he can pick up the tickets uh, at the station. If you want to go see Dane Cook, you don't want to wait for me to give out another pair of tickets, you can uh, check out Ticketmaster.com right now. The tickets are available. But, yeah, there you go. Anthony King has uh, got some options. And, Demond, I don't know if you got that sound bite, do you, uh, of John Gruden talking about players and players? All I could think of when Anthony was talking about he's got a few options. like He didn't want to let the cat out the bag. His, and one of his friends, <laughs> one of his friends might have been listening, so he didn't want to let the cat out of the bag, and I'm okay with that. 
But uh, if you have that soundbite, man, let me know from John Gruden uh, what he was saying earlier. He's talking about uh, B.J. Emmons, the running back, and talking about Josh Jacobs, how he was he was kind of lobbying for for them to be uh, to have a, a look to make sure that the Raiders go out and get a, a guy like Kenyon Drake and and bring a B.J. Emmons into camp and and get a look at him. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. He he defined it as players and players. <laughs> so thought that that was cool. So you got that inform you got that sa- soundbite for me. No, he does not. All right, that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. So when you get that, let me know. You're probably getting. Uh, I got him doing so much stuff right there in the home studio. Got him getting the information from Anthony. It is all good. Uh, I did get a tweet earlier that I wanted to pass along. Uh, Mike hit me up and said, can we get into Allegiant Stadium with our paper Vax card or do you have to use the Clear app? And you've got to use the Clear app. Uh, And what that does, there's multiple reasons for that, but the Clear app is very simple. You can download that and, uh, you know, you just put in your information into it and boom, it doesn't take – I saw multiple people saying it takes like five minutes at the most. So you can do that quick, fast, and in a hurry. But that also stops people from trying to get encouraged on possibly going and finding like a fake – vaccination card you know and trying to you know get around it that way trying to hustle it that way you don't you don't want that that's that that defeats the purpose and the purpose is to make sure that everyone's safe and everyone's you know uh, abiding by what they need to do that's the whole point of it so uh, they're trying to be as safe as possible Uh, that's why they come out and say that you know you've got to be vaccinated to be at the game and I know that kind of threw a monkey wrench in some people's plans but again uh, once Governor Sisolak said what he had to say it only made all the sense in the world I mean, it never, ever even dawned on me that that was going to that wasn't going to happen once, you know, Governor Sisolak said what he had to say uh, on yesterday. So uh, the one thing I'll say about it, and I know I haven't talked about it a lot in this show because, well, it's been talked about hot and heavy on the radio station all day, which is fine because that's what we're supposed to do. But at some point you also start to, you know, move, move the move the chains. So that's what I, I started to do is move the chains and. Uh, we'll hear from Vinny Bonsignor in a few minutes coming up in the huddle, what he's got coming up. Matter of fact, I believe Lincoln Kennedy returns to the show today. That's exciting. But, um, yeah, the, the the Raiders won't be the last team that require vaccination. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. I wouldn't be shocked if you hear that the Rams and the Chargers and the 49ers, I wouldn't be shocked if you hear them uh, be the next ones to roll that out. I mean, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like dominoes. You know, when you hit one domino and they all fall? It's kind of it's kind of how it is. Mark Davis just had the stones to go out there and be the first one to to call it. And I know the Saints have something going. I'm not sure exactly what their their policy is right now, but I know that they have something going on as well. So uh, yeah, just to answer that quick question on on the vaccination cards, you have to use the Clear app, and you can go find that in your app store on your phone. Um, one more comment, Richard said. I agree with the vaccination requirements, the right thing to do for the safety of everyone. That was on Twitter as well. You can always tweet at the station at R&R, 920 a.m. You can tweet at me, at your boy Q254. Damon, what are you, Damon the Boss on Twitter? Is that yours? You got a complicated one. It's like D-M-O-N underscore the boss or something like that. Something complicated like that. Uh, But that's that's his, uh, if you want to check him out. And uh, JT the Brick, of course, is at JT the Brick. That's pretty simple. You can get that one. But, yeah, make sure you, you check out Raider Nation Radio 920 on Twitter at r and 920 AM. Uh, the time is 349. Do we have Vinny, Damon, or do I have you? Or have you just rolled out of the studio and said you're done with this cat? All right. I am here. Oh, he Me is. and Anthony were just chatting it up, you know. Well, you know, we're, try- we're trying to do a radio show too, brother. <laughs> 
I done thrown it to, to John Gruden clips. I done thrown it to Vinny, and you're just, you know, chilling. 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 All right. Anywho, <laughs> I heard you say, like, I even heard you, like, mentioning my Twitter. I was like, man, that's a free plug. I got to hear you and get back on. All right, yeah, it's DeMond underscore the boss on Twitter. I can answer that for you. No Thanks. problem. All right. But, well, great. <laughs> well, do we have Vinny? Plug myself. Do we have Vinny? I am here. Thank you, Vinny. Have you heard me desperately been asking DeMond for different things, and he's just kind of been shooting the ball yeah. on, on the phone line? I yeah, uh, talking. Talk, it sounds like Demond wants to go to the uh, show uh, with with Anthony. So maybe <laughs> maybe maybe Demond would state state in his case. Uh, yeah. To to that, uh, by the way, I got to say this, Q. Uh, I was listening in, and you were going on and on about you're doing this, you're doing that. You know, you're going to Fremont Street, you're going to shows. I don't know if you're inadvertently doing this or or consciously doing this. But it's almost like I'm, you're, you're throwing some shade over to Waco, Texas, where you came from. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. Did they, did they not have things to do in Waco, Texas, or, or what's the deal? You know what I'm saying? How many times have you been to Waco, Texas? Zero. There you go. <laughs> I mean, say no more, brother. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Central Texas was awesome. It was a great time. I learned a lot in Central Texas. There was a lot of great things to go to. I mean, I was an hour and a half away from Dallas, an hour and a half away from Austin, three hours from Houston, three hours from San Antonio. I mean, there was a lot of things to do. But, I mean, it's not the entertainment capital of the world. You know no. what I mean? So. No. You know. Not at all, not at all. And even for me, coming from La- and I was I was kidding you there uh, uh, for sure. But even coming from Los Angeles, um, you know, uh, which is where I am right now. But but coming from LA, you realize that even though Los Angeles is its own thing, it's got its own thing going on, and we love it, and uh, it's 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 one of the great places in the world. But Las Vegas has a whole vibe to itself. And it's very unique. I think we got an idea of that Saturday night uh, at the Raiders game about mm-hmm. how that's going to be blended in and melded into what the Raiders are doing. Everything else that's going on in Las Vegas, there is no shortage of th- you, you. You can't do everything in Las Vegas, even though it's that I don't know how many miles that the strip is. You, you you can't cover everything, and by the time you do, if you can, then fifteen other things have opened up in the time mm-hmm. that you've completed doing everything that you could possibly do at every casino, all the restaurants, all the shows, uh, all the beach clubs, all everything that there is to offer. By the time you do, there's a bunch of things that opened up in the meantime. Exactly. Exactly. It's a good problem to have. No doubt yes. about it. And I'll say this. Uh, and last thing I'll say about Waco, and I'm not, again, not throwing any shade at him. It was pretty funny, though. <laughs> it did kind of sound like that. Um, I wasn't doing Magnolia. I was not a Magnolia guy. I was not going to go do that. It's kind of like uh, you know, when you're even in Vegas, if you've been living in Vegas your whole life, you're not going down to the strip. That's not your thing. You know what I mean? Like you, okay. you don't you don't need to so do what, that. like Magnolia is what? Like the uh the, the downtown that, area? No, it's that fixer upper show. Uh Joanna oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Chip yeah. and gotcha. Joanna. I'm I, with you now. I was so tired of people saying, Hey, uh have you have you met Chip and Joanna? Hey, have you met Chip and jo-? No. No, <laughs> they're just they just fix up houses like that's all right. they do. I and mean, they and, do it and on TV. Yeah, and it's great. It's cool, but it's not my bag. I'm not a carpenter. I'm not a guy who's ever going to try to flip my house. So I never had to look. I never had to watch the show. It's just not my thing. But right, right, no know. doubt about it. I always did like the completed pro- the uh, you know the the, the completed project uh, when you see what they're able to do. I got to give because I'm with you. I am not a carpenter. Um, <laughs> I had I have a bunch of cousins that are, and I marvel at what they're able to do. Uh, like whenever I needed something done in my house, I knew right. who I could call. 
and they and, and when they needed something written, that was I was the guy that they <laughs> right. called. So you know how you keep it in the family like that. Yep. Yep. But but I did. It, it's just to see what they were able to do is 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 quite the marvel. And you you learn to appreciate everybody's different skill set. Kind of like the Raiders. There's a, yep. a bunch of guys with different skill sets on the Raiders, and we're definitely uh, anxious to see that skill set uh, tomorrow in practice, Thursday in practice, and obviously Saturday uh, at SoFi Stadium against the Rams. I like how you tied all that together, man. That was awesome. That was a great, I mean, that was just a great way to bring it all back home. That was that was awesome. So since you're in L.A., it's kind of a yes. homecoming for you. That's great. I'll be down there on Saturday. Uh, what are your expectations? What will you really be looking for, uh, especially in the next couple of days in practice? Yeah, I, I definitely want to see the offensive line against Aaron Donald and and, and the Rams defensive line. Uh, see the progress that Leather. I know you know some people on Twitter are saying, "Well, Alex Leather was not going to face up against you know square up against Aaron Donald." He Aaron Donald lines up all over the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the line of scrimmage, so there will be times I think anyway where uh, it's going to be Aaron against Alex Leatherwood. Whether it's when one-on-one situations or when they when they get out there in eleven on eleven or seven on seven, whatever the case might be, um, you're going to see some of that. And uh, I want to see Andre James and the offensive line against that defensive line. Uh, definitely want to see the young wide receivers working up against uh, some of the great cornerbacks uh, that the Rams have, uh, Jalen Ramsey specifically. Also, mm-hmm. you know, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup; those are two magicians when it comes to route running, yes, um, footwork. Uh, getting spinning guys around, understanding how to beat uh, you know defensive backs and cornerbacks, and so for the young cornerbacks, um, now I've seen Casey Hayward plenty of times against those uh, against those two guys in joint practices that the Rams and Chargers have had. I know he'll hold his own, but I want to see Trayvon Mullen. I want to see uh, Damon Arnett and some of the younger guys, uh, Nate Hobbs, uh, working against some guys that are really really good at what they do. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's one of the areas I'm really intrigued by as well. How do the the Raiders secondary match up with the Rams, who you know have Matt Stafford now as the quarterback and some really talented dudes on the outside? So that's going to be uh, interesting as well. And hey, Lincoln Kennedy's back in the huddle tonight, huh? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Lincoln will be with us Tuesdays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, during the week. Um, so uh, so it's starting tonight. I can't wait to st- uh, talk to our old friend. I want to get his thoughts on Saturday's game and, and things moving forward. But uh, super, super excited uh, to have Lincoln back. Absolutely. Welcome back, Lincoln. Welcome <laughs> back, Lincoln. In the huddles coming up next live from L.A. Vinny Bonsignor is going to take you in the huddle for the next couple hours. I'm out. Appreciate the Raiders for having me here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Till tomorrow, this is Raider Nation Radio. 920.